Hey everybody, this is B from Be Evolve and welcome to Mind, Melanin and Soul, where our goal is to help you feel, deal and heal with the everyday issues that can be affecting your emotional wellness and your mental health. This is episode 3. Hey stranger. So I'm actually really excited um, to record this podcast for you guys. So the idea first came to my mind, of course, because the first day of fall is now here. Um, Well, if you're listening to this, the first day of fall has now passed. I'm recording on the first day of fall. And, you know, it becomes that cuffing season time. And so I don't even know if they still do that anymore. It's 2017. But y'all all know what I mean when I say cuffing season. So it's that cuffing season time. And I think that we've all received that hey stranger text um, at one point in our lives. And so I just really wanted to have a discussion about that. Have a discussion about why people even feel that they can come in and out of our lives. And why we let them come in and out of our lives. And we already know better that when we allow people to come in and out and in and out that is doing nothing but hurting us so it's definitely a mental health topic it's definitely affecting your emotional wellness and as I was um writing my notes to even get this started I was like I don't need no notes this should be pretty easy because we've all played the fool at some point and I'm even going to share with you some of my full story so (laughs) let's get into it So just so y'all don't try to play me, I had to go and find some old memes, you know, with the cuffing season, you know, dates on them, just so we could do a little recap. So September 4th is draft day, September 5th through 19th is training camp, I'm I'm clearly failing, Um, preseason begins September 20th, it ends October 20th, these niggas do their roster cuts. October 31st, free agency November 1st, the trade deadline is November 15th, and December 1st, the season begins. So, inevitably, I think that we all are conscious of the winter time is kind of that time where if you're lonely, it becomes super real. Like, you see everybody bunning up, so you're like, dang, where's my bag? And you might actually be trying to put in some work this cuffing season. But, but, if right now your season is singleness, this is for you. And we're going to talk about why you cannot be distracted by cuffing season and draft season. And even when old people come in your life with the hey stranger, you can't be distracted. So, We'll start with me. Around this time last year, actually in August, I want to say a little after my birthday last year, um, three old gentlemen decided to make themselves present in my life again. Um, one guy wasn't really anything serious, but he popped back up. Popped back up. Um, one of my long-term exes popped back up and then another guy who I had a long term in and out relationship popped back up and everybody seemed to pop up all at the same time and it was really confusing to me like I was literally enjoying life I was in a space where I was trying to calm down from having such a turned up summer and I wanted to refocus because um, last fall was also my first semester in school and here these three come popping up so remember I told you one was was really irrelevant um 
I didn't really pay him too much attention, but you know, these three people popped back up and I consulted um some of my friends about it. And it's funny because you know, some people will say, Oh, well, it won't hurt just to see what they want, just to see what their intentions are. You know, we start to trick ourselves to believe like mm, maybe God sent them back around. Maybe God sent them back around because they're ready. It's time. I owe myself to at least, you know, take them up on their offer to go out and, and see what's going on. Then I spoke to another friend. I guess we could say a more mature friend. Um, well, no, all my friends mature, but Tasha's in her 30s. So Tasha is like mature, mature. And Natasha said to me, you know, Brianna, sometimes God sends people back into our lives that he knows that we were once weak for. And them coming back doesn't mean that you're supposed to open the door, but it means that God is testing your faithfulness to see if you're going to fall back to something that he removed from your life. Because he wants to see, are you going to fall back to what was easy before he blesses you with what is great? And if I'm being completely honest with you guys, I went the first way. I wanted to see <laughs> what they wanted. I entertained the situation. And ultimately, it was the precursor to some major, major distractions. Okay? But how do we know? How do we know really when someone returns if it's something that we should entertain or we shouldn't? Right? So it's, sometimes we say that it's hard to have discernment, but we all definitely have a gut instinct. Right. And it, you got to you have to listen to it. I'm pretty sure even though I can't remember right now, I'm pretty sure my gut has spoken to me in that moment. But in that moment, I wanted to continue to do what I wanted to do. I wasn't interested in just saying no. Right. I don't even think that I've been the person who can just say no that easy. But I know in that situation, I, I wasn't interested in saying no. So I entertained the idea. Sadly enough, I even, you know, would repeat to other people and even to myself, maybe possibly to even convince myself of, well, I mean, I know this isn't going anywhere, but it'll, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll make the time go by. It'll be fun. But why, why do we need the time go by? Why do we need space fillers? Why do we need all those things that are ultimately wasting our time? It's a waste of time. If you know that something is not going to last, walk away. It is wasting your time. So with that being said, um, I've coined the phrase a long time ago, safety nets aren't safe. Oh my God, safety nets aren't safe. And so when you think of a safety net, you think of something that catches you when you fall, right? It's the barrier between what could potentially be at the bottom and where you feel safe falling, right? And so I sometimes like to think of exes as safety nets because sometimes it's not that they are what's best or they are what's safe. They are what is familiar. And sometimes when we entertain them or we entertain people just keeping them around while we're waiting for better or we're waiting for more, we are ultimately blocking ourselves from the blessing that God has already created for us. There's always something greater and better than what we lost. But sometimes we get so caught up on the idea of what's familiar and what's easy that we can get stuck there. I mean, 
did I have a, I, the people who came back into my life last year, did I really have a reason to entertain them and let them back in? No. Y'all, that was the first semester of my doctoral program. Shouldn't nobody have been anywhere near a love life to me. But I entertained it. And you begin to put your focus into those people, right? You start hanging out. You start making plans. You start spending time. And in that process, you are neglecting other things. You are neglecting, one, your season of singleness that God has placed you in to be hidden, Sometimes we have to be hidden to grow and become one with ourselves. I'm not saying we got to know ourselves because sometimes we already got that. We already know who we are, right? It's not always about being happy and content with yourself because a lot of times we are. I am 110% happy with myself. I can spend quality time with myself. I can go out and do things by myself. But does that mean that we know everything that we need to know to be effective in any kind of relationship no it doesn't so those are two different things and maybe you know God is keeping you hidden because he is trying to prepare you to be better in your next relationship for the person that he has designed for you so when we step outside of that hidden place to entertain people of the past because they you know hit us up hey stranger and we think it's cute we not working no more we can't hear anything that God is saying to us we cannot see any of the things that he is placing before us because we are now distracted and no matter how much we try to say we aren't no matter how much we believe that we can do multiple things and see multiple things we don't see everything So when we miss, you know, what God is trying to tell us and trying to show us or trying to mold us for, we delay our own process. We delay our own blessing because you can't walk into this, the new relationship that you've been hoping and praying for of a faithful person, someone who supports you, et cetera, et cetera, when you still wasting time in your safety net. I mean, you out here parading in your safety net dancing in your safety net because you know you just not gonna fall through right you know that no matter what time of the night you call John Doe he's gonna answer that's safe to you if you feel lonely and you really you know want to do something and you need somebody to say yes you call John Doe because that's safe to you when you see a funny joke online or you hear a new song and you catching a vibe and you have no one else to send it to, you send it to John Doe because that's safe to you. It's okay not to send those things to anybody, to nobody. It's okay to not text anybody. It's okay to just be in that space. It is. So the question is, how do we avoid distractions? In order to avoid distractions, you have to be very intentional about where you see your life going. Where do you see yourself right now? What are you working on right now? And if, hey, stranger, John Doe decides to make an appearance, are they going to help or hinder you in the place that you are right now? Honestly speaking, you know, like I said, I'm in school right now. And the way my semester set up and the way, you know, I have planned for things to go, I don't need any love life in my life, whether it's old John Doe or somebody brand new. I honestly don't have time for that. 
as much as I might want it, if I was being completely honest and transparent with myself, I don't have time. Because if I try to make time, I'm going to neglect something of that's my own goals. So sometimes we have to take that personal inventory and really ask ourselves, where am I right now? What is it that I am doing? What am I working on right now? If John Doe, hey stranger, walks in the door, is he going to mess that up? What are his intentions? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Sometimes it's really hard to determine whether somebody is back because they're supposed to be back or whether somebody's back because they just really want to see if you was going to answer the phone and waste your time. Again, it's hard. Ask those difficult questions up front. Who cares how they respond? Who cares how they feel? You ask what it is that you need to know so that you can make a sound and clear decision on how you want to move forward with letting someone back in your life. Unfortunately, sometimes we like distractions. We welcome distractions. Basically meaning, is there something that you're supposed to be working on? A dream that you have been planning out for years and not putting it into action? Sometimes we like distractions. We have a fear tied to chasing and achieving our goals that we much rather put our time and energy into someone else. We are much more comfortable putting our time and effort into someone else because we might fear that our dream is is just too big. It's unrealistic. And so you have to be very careful because distractions will definitely delay the, the, the deliverance of your dreams. Yes, distractions will delay the deliverance of your dreams. Are you delaying that on purpose? What is it that you're working on right now? What is it that you want right now? And are you on the the right track to accomplish what it is that you're trying to accomplish? Be, you know, sometimes people say, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Well, are you busy and productive or are you busy and barren? And busy, busy and barren means that we are busy, but we are producing absolutely nothing. And that is definitely not a good place to be. Because if we're just busy out there wasting our time, mingling with friends, going on dates, you know, doing all these unnecessary things, trying to enjoy a social life, but not building or working on ourselves, we aren't investing anything into our own lives, into our own future. So make sure that you're clear with yourself. And take a, have a self-check moment. Do some inventory on yourself to see, do you purposely seek distractions? Do you easily welcome distractions because you feel that they take away from the stresses of what's on your plate right now? Okay, so here is the big one. So why do we actually sometimes fall for the hey stranger text, right? Is it because we think it's time for them to come back? We've already discussed that. Do we are we trying to avoid dealing with something else in our lives? We've already discussed that. Or is it a trick? Is it a trick, a trap, whatever you want to call it? Is that hey stranger moment an attack on your mind? Maybe Sometimes when people come back into our lives who have already made their exit, we see that hey stranger moment as an opportunity to seek the closure that we feel or think that we deserve. The closure that we never gotten before, we see hey stranger as an opportunity to one, see if it's going to come on its own and two, demand it.
part of the reason why I had allowed one of um, my exes per se to return into my life last year was because I was going to demand an apology. <laughs> I was like, I haven't talked to you and God knows how long. And here you are trying to ask to meet up with me. Oh, we can meet up. We can definitely meet up. But we, if we going to meet, I'm, I'm somehow going to address the elephant in the room. You're going to apologize to me because the audacity of you to think that you are going to make a presence in my life and not apologize for what happened, you know, forever ago. Hey, stranger is a trap. What is closure? What is what does closure really mean to you? Closure, in my opinion, is nothing but trying to reclaim your comfort zone, trying to make sense out of your safety net. Closure is a trick. Closure basically means that I've said everything that I need to say. I've asked everything that I need to ask, and you have honestly gave me the answers that I needed to walk away from this content. Not happy, not satisfied, but content. I can walk away from this okay with what the outcome is. That is closure. But closure can be overrated. Closure is overrated. Anytime you have to demand, you know, an apology, you have to demand sympathy, anytime you have to demand understanding, it was never yours to have. Understand that. Anytime you have to demand an apology, sympathy, understanding, or any kind of response from someone who you were in relationship with, it was never yours to have. People are fully aware of their actions and the things that they do to people. People are fully aware of who we are to them. They know what things will trigger us. They know what things will hurt us. But people make decisions every single day to do what it is they want to do. Sometimes, you know, apologies can be real and genuine. But did you have to demand that or did you require that? When we require certain things or when we seek closure from other people, what gets lost is really what gets lost is really your purpose behind that. What are you gaining from an apology that wasn't given to you on free will? What can you gain from seeking closure that wasn't given to you in free will? When someone hurts you, typically they know exactly how they hurt you and they can see how it affects you. If a person is unable to apologize in that moment and can only apologize or half apologize when you require it, it was never your apology to have. One, because, <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like this is getting a little hard to explain, but do y'all, do you get what I'm, what I'm trying to get to here? When you have to demand anything from someone it was never yours to have people who truly care about you people who are truly sorry people who are truly intentional about wanting to correct something that went wrong will not wait until you plead to have something they won't and anytime that you require that you have to ask yourself is this real i demanded that apology is that real did you even want to give it to me or did you only give it to me to shut up? Because if you didn't mean, if you didn't want to give it to me, then that means it means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. So be very, very careful not to get caught up 
in the hey stranger trap of seeking closure, of seeking apology. What you deserve is not tied into what someone else is unable to do. It isn't. What you deserve is tied into your own belief. What do you think you deserve? And when someone cannot give or deliver that to you, it is now your job to make sure that you do what you need to do to not draw those type of people into your life again. And knowing when to close the door to those people who are like that, who are already in your life. Do not get caught up in the hey stranger trap of trying to find closure. Because oftentimes when you do get caught into that trap, we begin to open up a womb that is either healing or we're re- reopening one that's, you know, not fully healed. We're opening the door to something that you were doing fine. I was doing fine for the years that, you know, one of those guys wasn't talking to me. I was doing fine. You learn to live without. You learn to do without and you will realize that you are completely fine but when someone decides to hit you with that hey stranger (laughs) and you allow them to walk back into your life you've now picked that wound and if that wound isn't already completely healed and it's still a scab you pick it to a place where everything that you remember hurts just like it did when it first happened And you don't need that. You don't need that in your life. So be very careful of the hey stranger distraction of wanting closure. So as the great T.D. Jake said, (laughs) your happiness is not tied to the person that left. Anytime someone sends you the salutation of hey stranger, it is meant to say, hey, long time no speak. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a long time. How have you been? And mm, if it's been that long, then we don't need to speak. Really, when people decide, you know, we're, we're really reaching that season, y'all. We're reaching that hey, hey stranger season. We're reaching that cuffing season. And you have to be intentional about preparing yourself so that you will not get distracted. What you are working on right now, what your goals are right now, your aspirations are right now, are so much more important than someone who has already left. And anyone that is coming back or trying to come back with a hey stranger honestly does not deserve the time of day. But if you choose to give them that time... Make sure that you truly do an evaluation to see, are they going to help me in this season that I am? And if you are in a place where God is trying to keep you hidden right now, learn to embrace that. Embrace the fact that right now God is not sending you anyone to distract you and it is not your job to go out and look for someone. He is molding you, shaping you, and teaching you all new things so that when he is ready to send you the person that you are meant to be with next, you will be fully prepared, not carrying any baggage in from any old relationships and coming in with a new body of knowledge to learn how to be selfless and caring and loving on a whole new level that you never knew you could be before. So, very last thing, why is Hey Stranger important for your emotional wellness well it's important because in my opinion it's important in us taking care of our emotional wellness because when we allow people in and out of our lives we are hanging on to some level of hope 
we are having low tolerances for them. We either have no expectations or too high of expectations. And that causes us to have questions. It causes us to have, you know, some level of anxiety. It causes frustration in the long run. So anybody who is trying to come in and out of your life and not being a, a constant in your life is detrimental to your emotional wellness and that's all I care about that's all my melanin soul is is trying to help keep you aware of those things that are tugging and pulling on your emotions okay and so how can we be emotionally intelligent to discern these different things so that is all for today's episode of My Melanin and Soul. Thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to share the podcast. Tell someone else about it um, because I just, I'm just loving this project right now. Again, just thank you for your time and be great, guys.